cast in neon light from flashbangs and frag grenades by Calchexis read by Sam Gabriel based on League of Legends by Riot Games Chapter 1 Zon was not a place you remembered for any particular sight or sound. Everything was so crammed together in that near lightless place that you'd be hard-pressed to say where one structure ended and the next began, while the truth of the matter might be that neither ended nor began anywhere in particular. Then there was the noise. Where it wasn't deafening, Zon was the sort of quiet that had you looking over your shoulder for a shiv in the dark. It was the quiet of a killer stalking an alleyway, or a junkie dead of an overdose in a back room. Nothing about the sights and sounds of Zon would ever stick in anyone's memory as anything more than a hodgepodge of grime and noise. No, it was the smell that snuck with you, the stagnating chem pools and the virulent runoff from Piltover, and the stink of unwashed flesh and untreated disease. As much as Lux hated the place, though, there was a kind of visceral honesty to Zon that tickled her. Zon knew precisely what it was and made no pretensions. Unlike Piltover and Demacia, both of which went to great lengths to hide their shadows, Zon not only wore its filth with pride, it fashioned itself a flag and held regular parades over the fact. But it still stank. Lux breathed shallowly through her mouth as she moved through the lightless corners of Zon under the shroud of a veil, keeping her form as nothing more than a bent flicker of shadow in the corner of the eye. The dossier the Radiant Council had put together for Lux had been informative, but not terribly useful. For instance, it described the general stomping grounds of Redgrin's gang, but didn't actually tell her where to find the miserable canker himself. That meant that it was up to Lux to locate him, and that meant scouring the vile place from top to bottom. In the three days since she'd arrived, Lux had run down better than a dozen wild razorback chases left twice that many bodies cooling in pools of blood and ichor, and now, finally, she thought she'd actually pinned a relocation down. It had taken beating the information out of a smiling jack lieutenant in the alley behind a chem foundry, but Lux hadn't been in a chatty mood at the time. Listen, you miserable pantstain, I'm going to start hitting you, and when I stop, you're going to tell me where Red Grin is. She hissed at the whinging ganger as she ground her foot into his ruined cybernetic left leg. And you will? Because if you don't, then it's going to get worse. Technically, he might have been willing to talk before the hitting started, but Lux was in a legendarily foul mood, so the non-violent approach hadn't really been on the table. She hated this place. The atmosphere of Zahn somehow contrived to be both too hot and too cold. The air itself left a slightly viscous film on her skin that she didn't want to put too much thought into. And ever since she'd accidentally breathed without her mask on, she'd been unable to taste anything but a very specific flavor of fermented cabbages, and she still couldn't figure out why. Worse than all of that, though, was that she'd definitely missed her date with Jinx by now. That had done more than anything else to sour her demeanor, and she was going to make that the problem of every single smiling jack she came across until she got to Redgren himself. The blister. Lux said as she settled onto the roof of a collapsed chem lab across the street. Ah, what a name. It was a nightclub, although given that the sun never really shone down in Zon, maybe the night part of that was rendered meaningless. 
It was popular, though, given the line outside, and Lux could feel the savage base of whatever passed for music in that place and the soles of her feet. Size-wise, it was hard to tell how big the place was. The majority of the blister was settled into the rock face of the canyon that section of Zaun occupied, so for all Lux knew it could be as big as the Crown Guard estate. That was unlikely, but the lack of information was aggravating. Moreover, there was only one confirmed entrance so far, and at any given time there were four bouncers that she could see, a few of which were definitely ex-mage-seekers if their patterns were anything to go by. Sneaking in under a veil was out, then. That meant another several days, at least, of casing the place to find a point of access. Lux prayed to whatever deity was listening that she wouldn't have to resort to a sewer crawl. That was a really good way to end up with the wrong number of limbs or fingers when it came to Zonite sumps. Lux shifted a little deeper into the shadows as she tweaked the focus on her magnification spell, adjusting the iris to and fro as she scanned for anything that would give her ingress. The vents were too small and would probably be more dangerous than the sumps to crawl through, even if they weren't, given the kinds of fumes they probably expelled. There weren't any windows to speak of, which was probably for the sake of whatever they did in there, so it was understandable, but it didn't help Lux. Maybe a service entrance, then? A back access? Lux shed the iris and groaned quietly, carefully flexing the muscles in her calves and abdomen to get the blood flowing. She'd been crammed into this small space for hours, and so far hadn't gleaned a single piece of actionable intelligence beyond figuring out what she couldn't do, and that was only useful up to a point. Eventually, she would need a plan. I guess I could pull a jinx and blow the place up, Lux muttered, indulging herself in a small smile at the thought of the Zonite madwoman. That feeling faded quickly, with regret coming quick on its heels, and Lux grimaced at the unpleasant knot that formed in her stomach. How long would it be until she saw Jinx again? How long would it take Lux to find her? Would she luck out and catch Jinx mid-heist, or maybe click? Lux froze at the unmistakable feel of a gun barrel pressed into the nape of her neck. Shit. Lux grit her teeth. How did they see me? More importantly, how did I let them sneak up on me? These were Zonites, of course. A mutant with some unplanned-for perceptive ability wasn't out of the question. Damn it. Lux cursed herself a million times over in her head. She'd let herself get distracted in the middle of an operation like a complete novice. The barrel pressed down harder, forcing Lux to crane her neck forward as her assailant silently drove her to the ground until she was flat on her face. She couldn't risk moving. They had her dead to rights. Lux had to wait for them to make a move and react then, and only then, and she would probably only have one shot. The chill of a blade slipped under her hood and pressed into the hollow of her throat, and at the same time Lux felt them dig their knee into the space between her shoulder blades, robbing her of any leverage she might be able to muster. This was no amateur. Time to try talking. D don't shoot, Lux said quietly as she dropped her veil and held her hands out, Fingers splayed to show she wasn't holding a weapon. I'm not armed. Whether that would mean anything to us all night was up for debate. This might just be a murderer looking to slake their bloodlust. If Lux were lucky, they might be open to a bribe. The blade moved around her neck until the flat was pressed hard to her throat, with the blade up and kissing the soft skin under her jaw. Or maybe not. Now helpless, Lux started calculating the odds of taking her assailant with her just as they drew the gun barrel back, and a hand roughly grabbed the top of her cowl to pull it from her head. A moment later, a hot breath crossed her cheek. 
as they leaned in perilously close, and with them came a scent. Gunpowder, crude oil, and stone dust. As a heart-stoppingly familiar voice whispered into her ear, Hey, Blondie, come here often? The pressure of the blade dropped away, and the weight vanished from Lux's spine. Lux dragged in a shocked breath as she flipped herself over onto her back to stare up at Jinx, who was standing over her, a smug grin cutting her face from ear to ear as she deftly flipped a wickedly curved knife end over end on her palm with that same breathtaking dexterity she'd used to palm the security bypass right under Lux's nose months ago. Here in the dark, her springberry eyes fairly glowed as she stared down at Lux with predatory glee while she halted her lightning gun. For a moment, Lux couldn't believe what she was seeing. Jinx was here. She was already here, but... How? Lux gasped, finally finding her words. How did you know where to find me? A snort escaped Jinx, and her expression cracked like glass as she started laughing convulsively, wiping at her eyes down again. God, she was actually laughing so hard she was crying, and all of a sudden Lux was furious. Hey! Lux snapped as she scrambled to her feet. What's so funny? I, do you have any idea how, how scared I've been? When I missed our date, I thought you'd never want to speak to me again. Jinx's laughter cut off like someone had severed her vocal cords. Say what? Jinx said, her expressive features screwing up in blatant confusion. What are you talking about, Blondie? Lux's anger sputtered out at the earnestly bewildered look on Jinx's face. It was kind of cute. Normally, Jinx had an expression that ranged between hyperviolent to spastic laughter, or both. But confusion wasn't one Lux could remember seeing before. It was a little charming, actually. Our date, Lux said slowly. You, back when you came to my room, remember? You said we'd go on another date in two weeks. A cold knot formed in Lux's gut as an unpleasant thought occurred to her. Jinx, did, did you forget? Whoa, wait, wait, wait! Jinx sheathed her knife and put up her hands all while flashing Lux that too wide grin. Did I forget? Are you kidding me, Blondie? Do I look like someone who forgets things? I have no idea how to answer that, Lux replied flatly. You know, that's fair, Jinx agreed. But no, I didn't forget, obviously. She gestured around herself broadly. See, I'm right here! What's that even supposed to mean? Lux hissed. I know you're here. What? Why are you here? Why are you here like you were expecting me when you said that you were going to... Lux trailed off, and ice sluiced down her spine as a deeply uncomfortable revelation started scratching at the walls of her mind, and Jinx saw it happen. Lux was positive that Jinx saw her realize it. Her crazed smile was back, widening fractionally with every breath as Lux put the pieces together. It was you, Lux said, pointing dumbly at Jinx. The, the, the tip-off to the sheriff's halls at Piltover and the interceptive communique. You Demacians think you're so slick, but the only thing that baffles me is how Big Hat and Fat Hands haven't realized they've got a mole in the office, Jinx said with a laugh. And the bypass... Redgrin's got a big old metal hard-on for cutting-edge Hextech, Jinx said, waving her hand dismissively. Told him there were some mooks after it and I needed to drop it, so we got it cheap. I scratched half a grand at him, and now I'm his new best friend. Then our second date that you mentioned? Lux asked, although she was fairly sure she knew the answer. We get to raid Redgrin's club and blow the whole thing up, but this time we get to be sure to get people together, Shink said cheerfully. 
For a long moment, Lux could only stare slack-jawed at Jinx as she grinned, apparently completely oblivious, while Lux did her very best to process exactly what the Zonite maniac was saying. Jinx had sold off a priceless piece of hex technology for pennies, sussed out a highly placed intelligence operative in a foreign security division, and manipulated one of the most powerful shadow organizations on Runeterra into sending Lux, who flattered herself as being one of their better operatives when she wasn't being distracted by a certain blue-haired lunatic, to the depths of Zon, all as a setup to a date. You... do you like it? Jinx asked and Lux blinked as she realized she'd lost track of time. We, we, we can do something else if, if you want. She sounded so brittle, gods, Jinx was actually nervous. For all the insanity Jinx had casually engaged in to set this up, she really did sound so nervous when it came right down to it. It was kind of adorable, actually. No, I love it, Lux said, forcing herself to shake the cobwebs in her mind loose as she stepped close and took both of Jinx's hands in hers. I've never... No one has ever done anything like this for me, is all. I'm just a little overwhelmed. That much was true, ignoring the horrifying implications of Jinx's actions. If Lux really just considered the amount of time and effort she had put into arranging this, it was objectively an incredibly sweet gesture. Crazy, yes, but very sweet, and very on brand for Jinx. And the tension fluttered out of her in a sigh of relief. Phew, Jinx laughed mock-wiping her hand across her brow before carting her fingers through her hair. Okay, because, yeah, I mean, you're a really classy girl, Blondie, so, like, I knew I had to pull out all the stops if I was going to make this a date that was worth you, you know? Oh, Lux almost sobbed at that. That's, Jinx, that's so... Who would have guessed that Jinx, of all people, was actually a romantic? But, like, I've never really done this before. Jinx continued with an uncharacteristic tremor in her voice. So I really put a lot into this one, and wow, I am really glad you like it, you know? I love it, Lux said softly before looping her arms over Jinx's shoulders and going up on her tiptoes. Jinx replied in kind, pulling Lux close and accepting the gleeful kiss that Lux offered. This was, Lux thought, one of her favorite things about kissing Jinx. Aside from the fact that she was so much taller than Lux, which Lux hadn't realized she would like so much, Jinx was always smiling when they kissed. On anyone else, it might feel awkward, but the way Jinx smiled against Lux's lips just felt right. Thank you, Lux said softly as she drew back. This is really just the sweetest thing anyone's ever done for me. The sad truth was that Lux wasn't even lying. Her whole life had been about what she could give to her family and to her country— what she could sacrifice for blood and crown. In all that time, she'd never asked for anything for herself. At this point, she wasn't even sure she knew how. And then along comes Jinx, all wide smiles and massive property damage, gleefully sweeping Lux off of her feet and showering her with affection that had no strings attached, and no greater goal than making Lux smile. Well, you better get used to it, Blondie, because this is going to get really wild. Jinx said through a cackle as she threw her arms up over her head. After a moment, though, her smile faltered, and Jinx took a step back to look Lux up and down with a critical eye that put a self-conscious shiver through the Damasian mage. Then, without warning, Jinx groaned and smacked her palm loudly against her forehead, getting a startled jump out of Lux. Is, um, is everything okay? Lux asked. Yeah, I'm just an idiot, Jinx grumbled dejectedly. The way she hung her head 
was a production that involved the entirety of her body, from the slump of her shoulders to the way her arms sagged. Stupid, Jinx mumbled as she started stomping her feet, then, to Lux's horror, began punching herself in the side of the head. Stupid, Jinx, stupid, 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 you're so stupid. Jinx, stop, stop, please. Lux grabbed her by her narrow wrists and gripped, but there was a surprising amount of strength in those long whipcord limbs. Blood was trickling down Jinx's face, and she was breathing like a stuck crunk with deep, guttural pants and heaves of air, and Lux had to practically cling to her to keep her from starting up hammering on herself again. Jinx's eyes were dilated and twitches cascaded across her face like little arcs of electricity under her skin. "'Jinx, talk to me!' Lux pleaded. "'What's wrong?' The twitching calmed, and Jinx's whole face fell into an expression of beleaguered shame as she hung her head down again. I forgot to tell you to wear clubbing stuff, she admitted. Lux could only stare. She was starting to think that there might never come a time when she would ever really know what was going through that crazy, two-tailed head of Jinx's. I thought we were going to blow our way in, Lux said slowly. Jinx snorted and gestured out across the street, and Lux followed the line of her long, slim finger. Are you kidding? The blister is a freaking fortress. That not only gets cracked from the inside, we hit from the outside, and Red Grin can kick the whole thing into lockdown, and not even I have enough firepower to get through that. She looked thoughtful for a moment, then amended, at least not on me, you know? So how do we get in? Lux asked, turning back to Jinx. Jinx smirked, her eyes glittering like gems in a dragon's hoard. I told you, she said. We gotta go clubbing! The text of this story is available on AO3. Music by Dot Matrix. If you would like me to record a story, voice over a character, get in touch using the contact information available on my website, which is located at samgabrielvo.com. And there you can find other stories that I've read, as well as a link to my Discord server, where I record things live for your enjoyment. And finally, as always, thank you for listening.